News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The word sorry is used and perhaps overused by all of us on a daily basis, but a sincere apology is sometimes a little harder to come by. Knowing when to apologise and how to do it is an essential skill that can help us navigate some of the most important relationships in our lives, whether it's in business or in the home. Now, joining me to talk about the art of the apology is Dr. Ray O'Neill, who's an assistant professor of psychotherapy in the DCU School of Nursing Psychotherapy and Community Health. Ray, good morning. Good morning to you, Pat. Uh, We say sorry even when it's not our fault. Oh, Ireland is notorious for that. We're probably one of the few countries in the world where if somebody bumps into us when they're running for a bus, we feel the need to say sorry even though we're on the receiving end. Why do we do that? I think like embedded into our culture is something around apologising for ourselves, perhaps got to do with low self-esteem or perhaps got to do with taking on responsibility for things that we have absolutely no responsibility. But paradoxically, we're very poor at taking on responsibility when actually we do have responsibility. Mm. It's easier to say sorry when you've nothing to be sorry for. Is it that uh, relationship we had with our colonial masters that we always had to say sorry to them, even though it wasn't our fault? You know, you, you, um, you, you kind of have someone bump into you from behind and, oh, I must be in the wrong because I'm the, I'm the servant and he's the master. I really value, I really love that you said that, Pat. I think there's two colonial masters that have had huge impact on Irish psychology. One is that kind of colonial imperialism of duffing the cap to the Lord because your potatoes aren't in line. But the other is this obsession with sin and confession that comes from that Catholic church that too many of us grew up with, where you have to say sorry for things that you shouldn't be sorry for, like being a human being. Um, when someone gets a badly cooked meal or something in a restaurant, often they won't uh, complain at all. And even when they do complain, they say, I- I'm, I- I'm sorry, but my meal is not cooked, <laughs> you know, which is taking responsibility for something which was the other person's responsibility. And that, like, again, you're absolutely right. That is a huge part of Irish psyche and therefore feeding into our relationships, our personal relationships, our professional relationships. We say sorry when somebody else has disappointed us, but we're not very good at saying sorry when we have disappointed other people. Mm. Um, So the heartfelt apology, on the other hand, when you do wrong somebody, we find that harder to come by. It is because, because again, sorry has just become, I suppose, a word that people use without actually having a kind of a meaning or an authenticity. So when you're saying sorry to someone, it's really important to be clear with both them and you what actually it is that you're sorry about. Then the sorry actually has some substance rather than just being a short word. Now, there is that uh, kind of backhanded apology which says, uh, you know, you've maybe said something that has offended somebody and you say I'm sorry you feel that way (laughs) rather than I'm sorry I said that. Which can annoy people even even more I mean you see this particularly with in social media and and in kind of publicity where people seem to be apologising but actually it's really I apologise that you've called me out on something or I apologise I'm sorry that I got caught 
rather than I'm actually sorry for what it is that I did. And that's where, again, I would go back to our own language in Gaelic, tobronorum, means that there is a sorrowness within me, on me. And that's a very different kind of apology because it implies a genuine regret. Mm. I'm wondering, though, why that didn't translate then when we, you know, adopted our, our hiberno English, uh, why we didn't have the same sense of sorrow that we have wronged somebody. You know, yeah. does a language change everything? I think the language, because even, even saying to someone, you know, like, sorry, just going to like, I'm, you know, I really, really regret what happened. Even changing the phraseology gives both people in that conversation a very, very different experience of what's going on. And sorry, and it's and apologizing for all relationships can just be one of those most valuable holding words in which two people can meet. If you think politically and personally around the world, how things escalate because of this kind of Mexican standoff around I won't be the first to apologize. Um, there are formal apologies, of course, when a government will apologise for the actions of its army or its troops or whatever. Um, I mean, they always seem somewhat empty, but they are important because often, you know, the, the, the David Cameron is making an apology for something that he had no hand actor part in. He was too young. Bloody Sunday. Yeah. Like again, I think that that's very important because there's some recognition in that. But again, for people, say, for example, who, you know, have lived through the, the various scandals and oppressions with institutional homes and places, an apology is important, but sometimes it isn't the right apology from the right person. But it still nonetheless is a recognition that we were wronged or that you were wronged. And that is a valuable thing. But one of the frustrations for people with these kind of state apologies or public apologies is, thank you, but why isn't the real person who hurt me or the real institution acknowledging me? Well, often you will get the head of an order apologising on behalf of the actions of members of that order who are now long gone. But sometimes they appear in court and they get sentenced and there is still no apology for wrong, wrongs that have been done. And again, that's so important in terms of, of court appearances. If there is some kind of acknowledgement, if there is some kind of apology, and again, even within the kind of um, Truth and Re- Reconciliation Commission that South Africa exemplified so well, that desire to not just re- you know seek revenge or seek punishment, but actually seek for two people or two groups or to to sit down together and recognise that harm was done. Mm. Um, are men? or women better at apologising? <laughs> I think um, oh, that's a really good question. I think women are much better at speaking and so therefore, when, you know, can... can Teasing things out. More mentally. But when a man apologises, when men speak from a deep place, it, there does tend to be authenticity. But I'm drawing, I suppose, the distinction between sorry as a word and sorry as a genuine regretful experience. Mm. So the the key things to acknowledge that you have uh, committed an offence of some kind, uh, express remorse, and uh, if you can, make amends. And tr- try to make sorry a, co- a word or an expression that that opens the conversation rather than ends the conversation. Yeah. We use sorry as a way, oh yeah, yeah, sorry. And so that shuts down the conversation. Whereas, look, I'm really sorry, I actually don't know what happened there, but could we talk about it? 
is a much, much more opening conversation. And also, I suppose, instead of sorry that we use every day when you bump into somebody or are bumped into oops instead of sorry. That, yeah. <laughs> that might have me more appropriate. Ray, thank you very much for joining us. Dr. Ray O'Neill, Assistant Professor in Psychotherapy at the DCU School of Nursing, Psychotherapy and Community Health. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.